Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, and jerks all over the world. It is time for Eat Sleep Podcast. Repeat episode 35. We're closing in on a year these days. We are. We are. We're closing yeah, in on a, we took a, a couple of weeks off here and there. And yeah, but I mean, you, know. you just counted at least a year's worth of episodes. We're coming up yeah, on that. It's amazing. So uh, I don't know. We'll think of something special for a year. Absolutely. But uh, we'll think about that. We got a little bit of time at least. Yep. Uh, but this is Eat Sleep Podcast, Repeat FM, and it's first and only WWE wrestling podcast. If you hear me changing levels of my voice throughout this thing, it's because I can only hear in one <laughs> ear. It's throwing me off. Um, what? Exactly. So. We are FMN. It's first and only WWE Wrestling Podcast, and you can find us lots of different places. First of all, I'll do the friendly thing, I suppose, and tell you that right in front of me is Mr. Dave Taylor. Hey, how you doing? Hey, thanks. Thanks, Sean. You're welcome. Pleasure to be here. Thanks for uh, including me in on the show. (laughs) For the (laughs) 35th time. You're welcome. (laughs) On the uh, other side, uh, I'm I'm sitting here. I'm Sean Hood, and uh, we got a lot going on today. We got a lot to talk about. Going to go over the weekend, do our review or preview, excuse me, of Elimination Chamber, which is coming up. But first, got to tell you all the ways you can get in touch with us and find us and whatnot. Uh, FM99.com is the first and foremost way to do that. Go over there, click the media tab, and right under there it says ESPR. Super easy to find. It takes you right to our most recent episode. And you can follow that link to our SoundCloud with everything there. Uh, you can also find us on most of your major podcast apps, Stitcher, SoundCloud, TuneIn, iTunes, etc. Just type in ESPR, or you might have to type in WWE just to narrow it down. Because believe it or not, there are podcasts about espresso. I didn't know that. Who cares? What can you talk about with espresso? Different. I don't. I don't drink coffee. I never really had coffee. I so. drink coffee, and I don't understand why it's espresso. Yeah. I don't understand. Okay, whatever. But Facebook.com slash ESPR99 if you want to follow us on there and uh, stay in touch with everything we're doing and talking about. Twitter at ESPR99 again for the same thing. And if you'd like to contact us, tell us something, a thought, an idea, a uh, question, a topic, a concern, a malady. We probably can't help you with that of any kind, but uh, ESPR at FM99.com. That's how you do that. So we'll go ahead and kick things off here. We're going to start with SmackDown just because it makes sense in the order of the week. Um, because Raw, <laughs> yeah. we're gonna wait. We're gonna talk about Raw when we talk about Elimination Chamber. Yeah. So we'll leave that yeah. for there. Uh, SmackDown Live. I'm gonna be honest with you. These are the notes I have. The first thing I have written on here is opening segment sucked. It was really, really bad. AJ's forced comedy is right up there with John Cena's bad comedy. Um, I don't like it when AJ's allowed to be serious. He's great. He may never. He'll never be the best talker in the business. But he's still. He's fine. He's good at it. And he comes across as passionate and believable. You know, but when he does terrible, terrible jokes, it's, it's, it's a little awkward, like the whole cami thing from a couple of weeks ago. Uh huh. Oh, my God. He tried to force that so bad and it didn't work. <laughs> and then this week it was, uh, oh, you look great, man. Uh, did you get that? Did you get that thing lanced? What? What? And that was Kevin Owens response. What? Yeah. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have the same response as the bad guy. Um, he's going on about this and it just the joke didn't like. La- it's one of those jokes like your friend makes or your dad makes or something like that, and you just go, oh, God, I don't know him. He's uh, doing dad jokes. Don't forget, he he's, really he's, already got the, he's already got the dad hair. Or the, well, the hair's he's better. got mom hair. Mom hair. The hair's, <laughs> the hair's better hair. when it used to than hair's it used way to be. Hair's way better at this point. But, <laughs> I mean, it's really, really, the humor is so bad, and it takes away from the, he's supposed to be like, these are supposed to be serious situations for him because he keeps getting ganged up on, and he's supposed to be in a really serious situation, and he's making really bad jokes instead. Um Blame the booking. The guy who's taking the mo- this the most seriously is Shane McMahon, and he shouldn't be the most serious guy in this whole thing. Um, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn have done a reasonably good job with what they've been given. Zayn has been great lately. Yeah, they um, both they've both been doing good work. And Owens is consistent. Yeah, Owens is consistently consistently good. Um, adding Corbin and Ziggler to this whole situation, while I'm sure will result in entertaining things does nothing really to make me excited about the match. It feels more like a desperation move because they know people aren't invested. There's no like fire, like no hype behind the match. Then it does actually make any logical story te- storytelling sense. Oh, I, I think, which Corbin was great, by the way, I, this past week, which I think is the best I've seen him wrestle in a while. I, I, I thought it was one of those I'm going to disagree with you. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I thought he would. When he was going, he was great, but he still has really long pronounced periods of doing nothing and that's going to hold him back because it makes people so bored it's like watching a randy orton match when he's not motivated well is it the thing you know because he's still kind of newish but it's like hey maybe it's like that not that he ever had a fast pace but maybe it's like hey remember slow pace and the, but he is he but does the problem is it lasts too long like those, those paces we get long segments of the match where he's just not doing anything he kind of walks around slowly, mouthing to the crowd, maybe throws a punch. 
Those and, are heel and, moves. I get that those are heel moves, but he needs to do more of what he's doing. Like seriously, you can walk around for a second or two and yell at the crowd, and that's fine. But like, watch a Kevin Owens. He's not spending half the match doing nothing. He's doing cheap little things, taking like stomps of the guy's uh, face, uh, stamping on, stomping on his fingers, uh, anything he can do to get a cheap, you know, cheap way of getting an advantage. And, you know, not giving the guy a lot of an edge. And I'm not saying you can't have those sort of moments, but the problem is Corbin's matches are 60% that. He gets 30 to 40% of the match where he's actually doing stuff, and that includes when he's actually on defense. And the rest of it is these long, pronounced bits where he's doing nothing. And I'm not necessarily blaming him for that, because you might be right. Somebody might be telling him to do that. Uh, you know, work a slow, slow, yeah. slow plot. You know, not plot. They wouldn't say that, but methodical style. But it's not working for him. Like, it, it makes the matches really boring during those moments to the point where I'm literally just sitting there going, holy crap, I'm going to fast forward until I see movement. Well, that was, like, when they had the match against, like, Shinsuke um, over this, like, last yeah. year. Yeah. And, and some of the other matches. And the, the AJ match, like, the first before, you know, the whole title switch and everything. Mm-hmm. They, you know, he fought great guys, but... You know, it just and, didn't work out because of the style. But I thought he did better. I disliked what I I thought. I thought the wrestling was great on SmackDown on Tuesday. I, I I the only thing I'm really bothered by is just that I guess at, at some point he's been doing this for a while now, and I'm waiting for it to click. I'm waiting for him to finally hit that stride, and this is I, okay. I'm finally stepping up. You know, because he hasn't done it yet. He has yet to have that match where we go. All right, boom. Corbin is finally. He, he gets it. He's stepping up, you know? And, and, and He's there, the and, same Corbin he was a year ago. And, and he's a guy that been, they've been pushing yeah. in some ways. Not, not, they haven't had the complaints like in the Roman side where someone's like, oh, why are you pushing him? And he's had these opportunities. And I will admit, and I, but as I said, I thought there was a improvement on Tuesday that there has, there has not been that moment, like you said, where you know, it's like, oh, my gosh. When he's when he's actually active in the match and doing stuff, he I, I agree he's gotten much better. It's again. It's those segments of the match where I don't know if it's that that's what he's being told, or if he just doesn't know what to do in those yeah. segments. Like he just doesn't know how to fill the time more entertainingly. I guess is the point. I'd rather watch almost any heel on the roster than him in a long match. You want to put him in like a six minute match? I'm good. I can watch that because we don't get those big long seg- uh, portions of the match. Yeah, over ten minutes, is but at over long. ten minutes, we start to get those those huge drawn out parts again, and it just it loses me. The Cena match um, wasn't bad at SummerSlam. No, it wasn't but, bad. But, but and again, Cena, I'm but not. That's, I, but that scene, I probably calling the match. And again, yeah, probably. But I mean, he's in there with AJ. AJ's probably calling the match too. I mean, it's it's it becomes one of those things where I I just I really think at some point it does fall to him because you've got the ball, you've got to run with it, dude. Yeah, you absolutely we're, have we're coming to. Coming up on two years in the WWE now because yeah, because we came up with WrestleMania. And- well, and they did that. I can't remember what it was, but it was like a it was like almost a behind the scenes style show on the on the network for a while a couple of years like a year or two ago yeah and one of them was was they showed uh corbin and i think it was scott hall who was calling him out for being the most boring dude in the world he's like you're big and he goes and that's all you've got boring and he goes, corbin. yeah boring corbin <laughs> barren boring and he just the problem is he's never quite getting past that he's not He's got the ball. It's up to him to make this work now, yeah. and he's got an opportunity after opportunity. And people will knock it and say, "Oh, you know, WWE wasted his money in the bank. Oh, WWE did this. Oh, WWE did that." Uh, what has he done to earn any of it? Like, I'm not saying he's not busting his ass. I'm not. I'm just saying that just because you're out there busting your ass doesn't mean that you deserve to be world champion. He needs the next thing to put him over. Sami Zayn, since mm-hmm. the heel turn, to yeah. me, has, has turned He's hit corner. a next level. Yeah, yeah. He, he's doing way... That's, that, that's what been, Barrett needs to find that corner. He needs to... Yeah, he needs to find that in himself. Absolutely. I completely agree. Um, but moving on from that, and then yet, uh, well, right after the opening segment, we had Ziggler and KO uh, in a match, which was a good match. It, it was, was a good match. It was. Uh, I liked the Zane, the, the Zane, the Zane distraction leading to a super kick. Yeah, that was yeah, nice. Because 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 you're wondering how that was going to wrap up, and, and you're wondering what the, you know the Sammy and Kevin thing, what, what that's all about. I'm so. sure that's kind of a temporary thing till we get to Sunday, and yeah. then oh, it's going to come unglued again because they're not on the same side anymore necessarily, which is good. This is this is what I was. They're avoiding what I was afraid of with the Jericho Owens thing, uh, where this is going to drag on too long, and it's more about them being buddies. You know what yeah. I mean? No, it, it, it's it's only, it only lasted for a month or two, and they're back to they're out for themselves. You know what yeah. I mean? And I'll that's fine. I'm good with that. Me, I'm good with that. I'm yeah. I'm going to screw you over when. I and that super kick to end the match was vicious looking. Yeah, that was. I was actually a little concerned with Dig- with Ziggler's <laughs> history of concussions and getting kicked in the head. Um, also on the show, Gable and Benjamin, New Day. I mean. It, 
Not bad. It's I weird. mean, it's it was fine, but it was a number one contenders match. Yeah, so so we'll get, we'll get a between good two teams between two teams we've already seen do this. It's been a few months. I'm fine with that. How many months has it been though? Two. Right, was this, uh, uh, when was the last time they 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 went to go up against them? Hell in the cell it wasn't Hell in the cell. Right? Was it Hell in the cell? Yeah, hell I don't even cell. remember. Really, I'm not sure. It's it was been hell that in the long. Cell. Has it? Yeah, so it's been a couple of months. That All was right, December, maybe it has. Right? But yeah. here's the thing: they're the only other team they feuded with recently, so it's really boring. Because uh, um, you got um, nothing else for the new day. I, that's not uh, guess what that's not our problem no. that's their problem they need to come up with something and that's my problem with smackdown right now they have it seems like they have no ideas it seems like they are literally and we say spinning their wheels till they get to fast lane i think they're just spinning their wheels in general i, I think this is the one part and we'll probably argue about this later when the pay-per-views go to dual branded pay-per-views yeah this will alleviate that problem maybe May I partly I agree be, be, because of the well, fact well, that you're we not should waiting. we should have talked that about that right at the top of the show that was my fault I forgot to write you're, that you're down you're not waiting like eight weeks to for well, let's address it right now to, that news is yeah, out there that yeah. WWE's confirmed that they're going to go back to dual branded pay per views they removed two shows uh, on the yearly slate and they're going to go back to dual pay per views there's also rumors out there that each one of them is going to be four hours four long hours! which <laughs> let me tell you uh, that's quite the investment two it, hour pre show. It does kind of make me feel a little better in the sense that it does give an extra hour for those guys who are worried about losing spots in the pay-per-views, so maybe that'll help, um, but it would also be quite the chore. Yeah, that Long, being said, matches and, and Brizango will never get on a pay-per-view. Man. Still. Um, <laughs> that being said, uh, I just don't... <sighs> I'm not big on the dual-branded pay-per-view idea for the idea for the reasons we brought up. They go to and it's a double edged sword. They go to four hours. Okay, I feel like some of those guys get that extra spot back, right? But then what? Then that's a lot of wrestling. Four hours is a lot for me to take in. And if it's every month, what the hell makes WrestleMania special? Yeah, because that was one of the things. It was the bigger show. And don't get me wrong, I realize it wasn't always that way. So I mean, they you know it might be. It used to be a three-hour paper. Yeah, it, yeah. It, well, at times it was four, and then went back yeah, to it, three. So when, it's, when, you know, I get time, that. Times got tight. They're just going to really get have to go. Uh, this is my problem with a uh, three-hour show. When they, well, this is my problem with a three-hour weekly program. When you do a three-hour pay-per-view, is that what makes it different from what I'm seeing on television yeah. every week? And we we're going to run into that with the WrestleMania thing. Is okay. Well, now that it's four hours, just like if that's what they're doing, if that's what they do, it's okay. Okay, then what makes WrestleMania so much different than this? You're going to really need to step up WrestleMania. We'll, we'll get the pyro back for WrestleMania. Okay, our deal. We're good. Um, <laughs> Which I don't get why people are so upset that it's gone. I uh, people, it people over- like it's 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 a visual and aesthetic. It adds a little something to it. I get it. People it was overkill last year. She, I get it. You know, Char- get Charlotte it. Flair, who didn't mm-hmm. win the match and had more pyro than a kiss. Concert. But that actually makes sense simply because she was the bad guy in that. So I mean. But it was nuts. No, it was nuts. I agree with you. But she was a bad guy. I mean, you're supposed to be an egotistical. I mean, look at Triple H. You got all that ridiculous entrances and all this stuff like that. But again, it fits the character, the egotistical character. And Seth Rollins gets a little whoop, whoop. There goes a little pyro. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it's whatever. But again, if you're if you, if if you're going against the boss, I mean, do you expect to get a really cool entrance? You got it. No. That's uh, again, that, it makes storyline sense at that point. But you yeah. got to show them up. But it makes storyline sense at that point. Um, but I'm with you. I do agree with that. Um, you were saying that we might disagree on the fact that it'll alleviate some of the issues the, with spinning wheels and whatnot. Yeah, because we have uh, what, eight, how many more weeks till payback or fast three? Lane? No, cause, well, we got elimination chamber Sunday, and then we got yeah, fast lane after that, right? Fast lane, yeah, fast yeah, lane. and that's like three weeks away, I think, isn't yeah. it? So, regardless, but since the rumble, we've been waiting. No, and I get that, and I understand that, but SmackDown hasn't been good in, in a couple of months. So that's that they're not just spinning their wheels for the next show. They're just spinning their wheels is the problem. March 11th. March 11th. Okay, well, we're already at the 23rd or yeah. 22nd. Yeah. yeah, so I mean. It's so a couple more weeks. Yeah, so like two and a half weeks or something like that. So I mean, or, yeah, roughly two, three weeks. Um, so again, I, I do agree with you to a degree. They won't have to wait as long to get to the next show. That being said, if you don't have any good ideas, it doesn't matter how long you have. You can have you can have four weeks or eight weeks or twelve weeks. It doesn't matter if the ideas you have aren't good. It doesn't matter how long you have to tell them. It just means you can tell a crappier story in a short amount of time. The top ten list. Yeah. So, oh my <laughs> god! That the sheer fact that that is they came out yet again and talked about it on the there like there that matters in this feud for the U.S. title. I'm I. Ooh, Dave, I'm so mad. <laughs> uh, unless it leads to like some 10-man ladder match at like, you know, 
WrestleMania or something. I I want which would be nuts. But. I want the freaking ten thing <laughs> gone. I want it gone <laughs> yesterday. There's two things I want eliminated right now. I want the SmackDown top ten list gone. I wanted a thing of the past. Let's forget about it like GTV. It just didn't happen. Secondly, um, let's also forget about the stupid graphics we're putting up on the screen while people are talking. That is idiotic and it is bush league looking crap. I hate it. It is so bad. Wrestling is corny enough. Don't make it cornier. Um, and speaking of corny, like the backstage segment with like uh, with Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan. Yeah, that was fairly corny. That was fairly corny. <laughs> Come on, I, it wasn't great. I, okay, it okay, wasn't we, great. We, we, we disagree, but you know, like put some heat into it. Don't just. Like, I, 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 but this again, I think this. I think this goes to the point you were saying before about spinning their wheels, waiting for another show. Because I think that storyline has a, a path. Yeah. And I think they really are just spinning wheels on that until they reach a certain point. Elimination or uh, fast lane might be that point. Um, but that is one of the storylines that I do feel is spinning wheels until we get to that certain yeah, point. Yeah, because you have so much time. It's like, well, you know, okay, you set it up, did a great job setting it up. And we're still not sure where this is going. I mean, you know, it kind of seems like Daniel favors the heels, but it's, it's Shane McMahon. Who's going to like him as a face? Right. Um, all, I'm uh, Moving on on SmackDown, I'm going to say this right now. The next time I see this match, I'm fast-forwarding right through it because I'm tired of it. I'm tired of seeing Lynch, Naomi, and Charlotte versus the Riot Squad. I'm sick to freaking death of it. Uh, they're all talented women. I'm not knocking any of them. But I've seen that match way too many times. Well, because you're, I'm you're, over it. Because you're waiting for it because you're waiting for Ruby Wright and Charlotte to fight at the pay-per-view. But Jesus, right. Pete's like how long And I get wait? that. But holy God, we've been doing the same match for months now with these women. And I'm just, I'm over it. I d- give me anything else. Anything. Give me Becky Lynch and Ruby Wright. Give me Becky Lynch and Naomi. Um, I'm sorry, Ruby Riot and Naomi. Give me uh, uh, Sarah Logan and uh, I don't know. Pick another woman on the SmackDown roster. I'm just you know at this point I'm just throwing out names here. Um, Natalia, you know what I mean? Yeah, give me yeah. give me something else. Give me anything else, Dave. I'm so tired of this. Um, I literally I, I I stopped paying attention. I was playing on my phone. Didn't even watch the match. And that's and, awful and, and, because and, I like a lot of the women in that match. I like all of them by yeah, and large. Yeah. You know, and Ruby, you know, getting a win finally. After oh yeah, two and that's of, great. You know, but that's great. But if she turns around that. and loses to Charlotte, then I guess it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um. Then she's going to. Let's be clear. Uh. And then uh, I guess that well, that's really everything I have from the show, uh, from SmackDown at least. I'm I'm so SmackDown has become the show every week I I dread watching, which is a real shame because once upon a time SmackDown was my preferred program. That was a great show. It was so good, no, and no. It, even when the brand split just happened the second time, this you know this past time. SmackDown was still pretty good right away. I, I thought the wrestling was good this week compared to I other weeks. I thought the weeks. wrestling was was fine. There was some stuff I thought was better than others. I, I just, you know, I didn't think any of the wrestling was necessarily bad, but I just can't get invested in any of the storylines. And it's killing my interest in the show, you know, because, I mean, we don't watch this just for the wrestling. I don't watch this to just see guys go out there and do moves. I, I want to invest in the characters. I want to invest in the stories. I want to get wrapped up in it, and I can't with SmackDown. Well, I, well, I don't know if it's the mic because the crowd seems... Oh, the crowd seems awful. Flat. I don't know if they're just not do like not doing a good job with the miking on the crowds in SmackDown lately, or what, it, or if the crowds are really just that bored. Well, you know, because when it's a canned show, you know, you can always pipe in. Like, you know, yeah. if you watch some old wrestling on the on the network, go watch some Saturday Night Live, Saturday Night Live, Saturday Night Main Events, and these other shows live from WWE. Yeah, you know, you know, the old primetime wrestlings where like you know, the, you know, there's this crowd noise, but you know, everybody's just sitting on their butts until yeah. you know they and it's like uh, you know. Uh, but you know, but the crowd sweetening. I mean, obviously they've been called out. Everybody's been called out on that, but yeah, it yeah, doesn't happen yeah, yeah. when used to. Unless no, not about, nearly. Well, unless Roman Reigns is getting booed, then we'll shut off the mics. Yeah, then we'll turn it down. <laughs> just although lately, I don't feel like they're as guilty of that because now I feel like they've just been like, you know what, people boo him. Yeah, you know, it's, it's what it, it's what it is. People boo him, and he does get depending on where he is more mixed reactions. So yeah, I mean, or who it's, he's fighting? It's, because yeah, because people love the like you know hate the Miz. You know, yeah, yeah. You know. well, I don't know. Depending on what city you're in, they cheer the crap <laughs> out of the Miz. So it just depends at this point. Um, we'll move from that to uh, let's, let's go to the mixed match challenge simply because that was right after SmackDown. Uh, it was Natalia, not Natalia, Nia no, Jax, Nia excuse Jax, me, yeah. and Apollo Crews with Titus Worldwide. Apollo, no, just Apollo. Is it just Apollo? Yeah. Really, we're doing that. Yeah. What is it with getting rid of last names? Why do we hate last names? I don't know. I don't know either. He's just Titus. He's not O'Neill, right? I don't know. <laughs> Who cares what he is? Dana Brooke. Still Dana. Um, Dana Brooke. Still Dana Brooke. All right. So whatever. <laughs> And they're against Flair and Rude, um, Charlotte Flair and Rude. I I actually like Rude and Flair as a team. Um, they play off each other. They play it's off each other well. A little comedy there, which is fine because yeah. it's Bobby Rude's personality. I enjoyed Nia Jax just being 
from from Jump Street being done with Titus and Dana. <laughs> like, she you was, know, it, it brought out her personality too. Other than with the females, it's like you know what I, I kind of like that. I mean, I, I kind of like this week's mm-hmm. showing and stuff. I did know? too. I because, enjoyed it because they because Dana was great and Titus was great and, and they were on Nepal were all great and and, yeah. they're, and they're really finally stepping up too. They've had enough where it's going. They're around. doing a lot better with them than yeah, they were previously. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I'm happy for like Dana Brooke, who's kind of like. Came up like too soon. I always felt like yeah, I agree with you. Season, I agree and, with and you. So now she's kind of developing more. Uh, what I didn't like about the match, though, and you know these matches are, are kind of meaningless in some way, is that like Nia's about to fight Oscar on mm-hmm. Sunday, and yeah. I, and I felt like like Charlotte had like not to make her unbeatable because it's Charlotte, but mm-hmm. it's almost like Charlotte had too much of an advantage at times. Eh, yeah. I, I agree and I disagree simply because. We've watched the we've watched these. The mixed match challenge has very little to do with what's actually happening on the main roster, and not that it doesn't have anything to do, but it's just very little. Yeah, they're, they're throwaway um, matches. Yeah, they're essentially throwaway matches. It's like a house show. They don't care. You know, it's just for fun. You know, it's just to make the crowd laugh, yeah. to make the crowd have a good time. Um, and I think that's kind of what you got to look at these as is we're basically getting to watch a house a house match, a house show match. Um, I do like the teaming of them though, because yeah. some of the personalities really work out. This because is- when it's just supposed to be for fun. I mean, the good guys are gonna, uh, by and large, have a lot of the offense and everything. Yeah. Um, and it's Charlotte. It's not like she was up against Carmella and Carmella. If Carmella was doing this to her, it'd be another story. But it's Charlotte, who's of yeah. an equal size to her, not mass necessarily, but height. And I mean, yeah, Charlotte's got a big that. build on her and everything. Yeah. And um, so it's not like she was just getting pushed around by somebody a third her size, you know? Because I mean, we've seen Nia lose to Bailey and Sasha Banks, and yeah. you know what I mean. So it's but, it's but, but they're rebuilding her as you know. Oh no, it, I get it. I get the, it. Not quite the Braun Strowman push, but right. it, it is kind of the you know. I would be disappointed if this happened on Raw or SmackDown when leading up to the the, yeah. uh, the Oscar match. However, um, on the mixed match challenge, I don't necessarily have that same gripe. But it was a fun match. I enjoyed that overall. Um, just I couldn't get enough of Nia yelling at Titus. That was so funny. Was I good. loved it. Uh, we'll move from that to 205 Live, which, again, this week, good program. Uh, the opening match, not as hot as some of the other ones have been, um, but still good. Uh, Buddy Murphy, who, God, changed his name. Buddy Murphy is such a bad name for anybody you're supposed to take seriously. I, I just can't see Buddy Buddy Murphy on a WrestleMania uh, uh, marquee. You know what I mean? It just doesn't work for me. Um, but he's a big muscular 205. Uh, I doubt he actually is 205. I doubt a lot of guys on that he's roster are 205. He's got a lot of muscle. He, is, he does he, have a lot of muscle. Well, he's clearly trimmed down some on his, his midsection, especially. He, he's, he's 5'11". Yeah. So he's a couple inches shorter than me. Uh, yeah. And he's built at 200 pounds. Yeah. He, he The way they weigh him in, they do weigh-ins every week for him. Because Alexis, uh, Alexa Bliss is up. Oh, I know that lucky bastard. But he... Um, <laughs> They show him doing a weigh-in every week, and they talk about how all the guys have to do weigh-ins, but they only ever show Buddy. Yeah. Like, they're going out of their way to be like, see, he is under 205 pounds. And it just makes it seem more not real. For some reason, showing... If you showed it to us with a lot of them, it'd be different, but you're only showing us Buddy most of the time. And that makes it seem like you're just being like, wink, wink, he's under 205, see? And that really kind of hurts it. Just tell tell me he is. You showed the one weigh-in. That was fine. I, I got that. Unless you're going to do weigh-ins before all these matches, stop showing them because it doesn't help your, your, your the point you're trying to make. But, but some of those guys like Drew Gulak and all those guys, I mean, they're yeah. not, you know, 205. They're no, they're probably that, not. Yeah. They're probably not. But nobody questions a lot of those guys because no, they're not covered no. I mean, muscles. Ray Mysterio was... I mean, there's no chance know, There's no chance Tony, Mysteri- uh, Tony, Tony Nese is uh, <laughs> 205. Yeah. But, you know, it's what it is. Um, anyways, uh, Murphy, but he looks good. He's actually... Uh, he did well in the babyface role. Um, I'm used to seeing him as a heel in the tag team in uh, NXT. But uh, he did good. It was a good match, a fun match. Uh, I don't know what the hell that finisher was. I know you, uh, you probably didn't see it, but it looked like a pump handle swinging fisherman suplex. It was really weird looking, but it was really cool, too. <laughs> I was like... Well, now, yeah, what's the move that uh, not Gargano, who's the other guy in NXT, he's got that special kind of slam. I think you have to help finisher. me a little more with that. Uh, who's the NXT champion still? Andrade Cien Almas. Yeah, yeah, one of his moves. That kind of looked... Not similar to that. You'd, you'd, you'd have to give me a little. Oh, oh, wait! I know what you're talking about. It's eh, similar, but not not necessarily the same okay, thing. Okay, all right. Um, yeah, Buddy Murphy's finisher, pretty cool thing. Uh, he gets the win, and uh, he moves on. Uh, the main event was Gallagher, Gallagher, and uh, Mustafa Ali. Uh, they had a great match. They went about 17 minutes. 
Uh, Gallagher is such a great grappler. He's so good at that. So the, I haven't I've not seen 205 this week. So he's he hasn't finally, seen it in like a month. He's finally uh, back to what he not the shenanigans he was right, doing. Right. Yeah. He's back. He's back to being a grappler. Okay, then I'll go back to watch. Um, he's really good. Uh, Ali sells like a freaking champ. He is amazing at that. The one thing you have to worry about there is, buddy, you don't want to be the next Dolph Ziggler. Like, don't get me wrong, he's done fine for himself. But like, I've heard people. I uh, was at Austin, and a few other people have said on occasion. That Dolph is almost too good at it, so he's always the guy they look to to make other guys look good. He's yeah. not not worried about making him look good; he'll make the other guy look good. Um, and Ali's a great; he sells like a champ, and his finisher is cool as hell. It's the 054 splash because it's like an inverted 450. It's so freaking cool looking, and uh, he picks up the win and moves on. So good match from them. So are they the quarterfinals now for the? Uh, uh, they will be. Yeah, the, okay. now now they're now they're into the quarterfinals. So. That's a that's the thing that will be happening now. They showed actual brackets for it, so that's nice. And Buddy Murphy oh, wow. actually going to take on Ali next, Mustafa Ali. Wow! So yeah. that'll be uh, that'll be good. And I still, by the way, love the commentary team on Two Hundred Five Live. Love them. I think they're one of the best commentary teams in wrestling right now. Um, so we'll move from that to NXT real quick. You watched NXT? I watched Dick! NXT. Yay! Dave watched NXT, guys. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say this right away. Velveteen Dream looking good. No Way Jose, not looking good. What happened to No Way Jose? Because he seemed to be like the crowd was like DOA apparently, for this match. Apparently he found the buffet and uh, never found his way away from it. Um, I'm not trying to knock anybody for being a little hefty because Lord knows. But um, he he's put on weight and he's noticeably slower now. And this, this is like what happened. Gone. This is like what happened. There's been a few other guys this has happened to. Um, oh, what did they call him in, in, in NXT or ECW or whatever the hell he was doing? It was NXT, I think. Uh, Wildcat Chris Harris from TNA when he came over. I can't remember the name they gave him, but he was the most out of shape he'd been since he uh, since I'd ever seen him. Sonny Ono. Could, um, uh, he put on a bunch of weight. Um, there was him who was uh, Michael uh, Michael Bennett, uh, Mike Canellis, whatever you want to call him, had the same yeah. issue. He Not that he put on a bunch of weight, but he got out of shape. And uh, he was dealing with issues, substance issues, and this, that, and the yeah. other thing. And you never know what people are dealing with, but it just it affects their performance. And... No way, Jose did not look uh, great when he was there last night. Um, Velveteen Dream still uh, an Adonis, if you will, and uh, just so, he oozes charisma, man, oozes it. Yeah, I just thought the match was it was uh, it was just there. Yeah, yeah, because it was him getting thrown around for. Yeah, it was five really it was really until... just Dream was just supposed to come out of it looking good, and that was yeah. it, and it worked. So that worked. Uh, the Dusty Rhodes Clad Tag Team Classics coming back, awesome. That's Freaking awesome. I was just sitting here thinking, literally like two or three days ago, hoping that the tournament-style things they've been doing on the network weren't one-shots. You know, I'd like to see, I'd like to see it, another... It should uh, be an annual thing. I'd like to see another Cruiserweight Open. I'd like to... You know what I mean? These sort of things. Cruiserweight tournament. Well, because it, it would... It freshens up some of the things. Exactly. It's a new matchup. Brings in it, new talents. And if you like somebody, hey, we're going to sign you. Yeah, yes. exactly. That's how Cedric Alexander wound yeah. up with a contract. He <laughs> yeah. lost on the on the on the cruiserweight tournament, and the crowd's chanting, "Please sign Cedric!" So Triple H comes out and grabs him by the shoulder, gives the crowd the thumbs up, and walks away. Now you never know if they were already thinking about it or not. Yeah. But I tell you what, first of all, that was an, that was a perfect move by Triple H because whether they were thinking, even if they were thinking about it already. He had the people eating out of the palm of his hand when yeah, he did that, yep. you know, because he he shows like, oh look, I'm listening to you, you know, um, which I generally think he does by and large. Yeah, but uh, like we he, I, he's not making that call. <laughs> no, um, but uh, even if he was, you know what? I think he'd still stick with Roman as, as one of the top guys. I think well, he would. he's a top guy. I don't know if he's the guy. But. Uh, yeah, but you know what? I don't know that that'll that'll stick long term. I'm just not we'll, sure. We'll Either way, that. we'll see. I mean, you know, Vince has to go away eventually. Um, you know, he, he said it the other day. He lives in a retirement home now, so he's got to go away eventually. Um, you got a nice squash in there for Nikki Cross. She looked good. Yeah, yeah. I know the other lady's been around a couple of times, and yeah, she's she handsome right. right now until she's you know until it's she time. looked better than she has, but she uh, she she was just there to get squashed. Yeah. And then you had Gargano versus Almas. Uh, really good. Not as good as their takeover match, but I don't feel like it was supposed to be the same epic kind of matchup because this one was more about the story. It was more about. He's out of NXT if he loses what, you know, and then all of a sudden Ciampa, of course, shows up and ruins it for him. Yeah, yeah. By the way, that... Ciampa looks jacked at the moment. Like, when he's showing that camera, him staying, when he went back out of the crowd, he's got traps that come up to, like, his his temples, you it's know? It's ridiculous. pretty vicious uh, uh, clutch uh, crutch shot. Uh, I would yeah. say this, uh, Candice LaRue at the beginning. Yeah, Candice LaRue. Uh, it, it coming out, and, um, you know, that was great. The announcers, though, great job selling the whole the whole thing in the match last night Pro- probably one of the better jobs of of not over 
of selling it the right way of saying like, you know, if he loses, he's done. And, you know, like, I can't believe, you know, it's like, you know, there's other ways you can go about this kind of thing of selling, like, you know, getting the title shot and yeah. everything. And, and I thought they did a fabulous job of, of pushing that last night. Yeah. You know, agreed. It, agreed. You know, then at the end, it's like, oh my gosh, you know, and then. The commentary team on there is great too. Yeah. This is fantastic. One part of that commentary team is also on the two hundred five live commentary. So what a surprise! Um, there, Nigel McGuinness, he's fantastic. Uh, great again, great match. And Champa has come across as one of the most despicable heels on the roster, and he's been out for a year. <laughs> I, he's but one of the biggest heels in the company. Back, yeah. He's one of the biggest heels in the company, and he hasn't wrestled in a year <laughs> or something. So uh, that that just shows you what kind of what what he's got going for him right now. So we will move on to the main event of the evening, at least for us, the main event of the podcast. Uh, the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view is coming up, and boy, do we have things to talk about. Yeah. Um, big card. Yeah. Oh, big card. So <laughs> massive. Four whole matches. Jeez. Oh, you spoil me, WWE. I do think they have a lot of people in uh, just a couple of matches, so it kind of hurts there. Yeah. But uh, I do think uh, there's some good stuff on here, so we'll take a look at some of this. First and foremost, the Ronda Rousey contract signing is going to take place in Elimination Chamber. Yeah. Finally, on Monday, they showed a good hype video for her. Finally. A great that, video. That they should have been doing since the Royal Rumble. But they finally showed a good hype video for her. Um, so I was happy about that. I will say this. Contract signing is going to happen. It needs to be more than I'm going to come out, sign my contract, and point at the WrestleMania 34 sign. I Something needs to happen. We need to we need to at least get an idea of why she's what she's going to do. Is Stephanie McMahon going to be there? That, she's got to be, and, right? And then you're going to have a confrontation? Because it can't just be Triple H. Yeah. It's got it's got to be, or it'd be funny if Triple H was there, and, uh, and then him. Rousey says something about, like, oh, was your wife too scared to show up? <laughs> and, you know, like, do something like yeah, that. Like, yeah. plant some seeds for what she's going to do at WrestleMania. Doesn't have to be outright, you know, but I need something. Give me something. And and, and it should be. I, I'm hoping it, it goes to, like, a mixed tag match at this point. I, I don't, yeah, I don't, it'd be fine. I, I, yeah. I, I don't know where she is, develop-wise. Like, yeah. If they're confident in her, they'll go with a singles match, and I'd be interested to see how it goes. But if they're not, they probably will try to hide that, it. With that's his, a with lot. A, yeah, that's a lot of pressure in your first. You know, come on out and wrestle an eight minute match. And, yeah, you know, against somebody who's going to just clean the floor with you. Well, skill I'd wise, be, I'd be skill willing wise, to, but I'm saying, I'd know. be I'd be willing to bet that she doesn't have a match if it's against Stephanie. I'd be willing to bet you she has a 20 second destruction of Stephanie yeah. because the idea is going to be. I fully see her as like a female Brock Lesnar, or like almost like the Oscar 2.0. You know what I mean? Because uh, Matt Fowler from IGN was talking about this, and as a matter of fact, I got to get in touch with him because Matt Fowler wanted to come on with us. Um, but he was talking about Rousey, and he said, "You know what? She's probably going to be the one to break Oscar's undefeated streak, and I'm fine with that. But you just need to handle her properly to that point. Build it up. You know, don't yeah. you don't build it at SummerSlam. Like, build this thing she, up. She needs to be dominating a year women from now. Yeah. yeah, you know, she needs to be dominating women, not struggling." And then she beats Oscar. Like we need to believe that she's a a, a monster. So is that why they get rid of? They don't have Emma. That she could fight Emma. That would uh, struggle against yeah, her. Maybe. You know, um, but I mean, like, <laughs> and they may, they may send somebody like that out. You know what I mean? To to get in her face or something like that. And Rousey just lays her out. Have, or, her, have her be jobbers. You know, it yeah. doesn't have to be. You yeah, know, part of the roster. Female jobbers exist, ladies and gentlemen. And Nia Jax was crushing them. That, that's. Yeah. I, I love that they do that. People yeah. probably don't get that. Like, oh, they're not doing anything beating these guys because that's how you build them up. Yeah, because you see their move set, and then it's like, oh my gosh! Like when they, when she does this, this the move or that move, or because they the can go brothers do this, they can go out there and not be concerned with putting on a good match. It's just there to showcase this one person. There doesn't have to be a big back and forth. They don't have to talk high spots and like you know comebacks and blah 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 blah. No, it is just make that person look good. The end. And it protects the other people on the roster. Yeah, exactly. Especially in the women's roster, because what's she do? Going to go out there and destroy, you know, Mandy Rose? But that's going to do no favors to Mandy or, or no. some, you know. Yeah. Or, and at some point, you build up to those matches. That yeah. should absolutely happen, but not for a little while. Give it a little time. You know, let it, let it let us get to that point. She shouldn't even wrestle on Raw for a while. This, you you want to yeah, see okay her? You want to see her? You, you pay nine ninety nine. The, the, the difference the difference is she did sign a full time contract, so yeah. I feel like when she starts wrestling, we're going to see her pretty regularly. Um, but it could be like an Oscar situation. Just let her go out there and destroy somebody. Yeah. Bring up a girl or two from from NXT, one of the lower ones. You know what I mean? Who's not the, like the who, uh, Nikki Cross just took yeah, on? Yeah. You know what I mean? Let her destroy somebody like that on on television. Just familiarize us with what she's going to do. Yes. You know, like let us get. But anyway, at the contract signing, I just need something more than a signing and a pointing at a sign. I need more than that. Yeah. Um, we've got the first match actually announced is Woken Matt Hardy versus Bray Wyatt in the feud that will not die. 
Um, that seems to be Bray Wyatt's MO over the last year or two. Yeah. And I just, I, I, you know what? I'm really, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't even want to spend a lot of time talking about this because I don't care. Because there's just nothing to care about here. They're not investing did, the did time. This had into a it. match two weeks ago on yeah. the 15th anniversary, 20 whatever the hell anniversary it was, 25th. 25th. Um, I'm a year old, but it hasn't been around that long. Uh, I'm with you. It just doesn't make it's it's that, it's, that was that was a waste. Matt um, need, Matt needs to win and put this behind him and move on. to something Brother else. Nero needs to show up. I'd right. be into that. <laughs> I'd be into that. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, Give me a swerve and make Matt. Make Matt like uh, team up with Wyatt and have Nero come back and the Hardys join. See, I would love that. Yeah, because then you can get the like I can still get the same idea, and let let that craziness go with all of them in a group and yeah. let Wyatt and then be taken seriously as a as a singles heel again well, with these guys the, to. They teamed up at the Rumble for a couple minutes. It's like yeah, the crowd was into that. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, um, but again, this match just needs to happen and be done. Um, they they if they want to make anybody get excited for this, then. They better think of something exciting at the show because nobody cares at this point. Uh, I'm going with Matt Hardy. I'm, I'm going to go with Bray. You're going to go with Bray? Yeah, because right. if Matt wins, it's, it doesn't end. Yeah, because Bray needs to win, and then bring, and then like then Matt needs to go. Oh, I'm going to like be your follower. See, I'm going to go with Bray. I'm going to go with Matt just because I agree with you, but I don't think you're going to go that route. Um, I think Matt's going to win just because he needs to move on from this. God, and the, if they're going to do anything with the Woken character, they can't. he can't lose back-to-back-to-back to back to back against Bray and you know, on that. It's still too fresh. So, with, unfortunately, Bray just eats losses like their lunch. Yeah, eater of so, losses. Yeah. Eater of losses. Um, up next is the pointless thrown-together match of Asuka versus Nia Jax. And if Jax wins, she'll be added to the WWE Raw Women's Championship match at WrestleMania 34. Why? Who knows? Who cares? That's just what they decided. Um, because you know storytelling be damned. Um, I, this this match kind of irritated me as soon as it was put on the card because it didn't make any sense to me. Doesn't make any sense. It's a great matchup. Yeah, but but for the reasons being in the timing of it, this is like you know it was like I, we just it was like we have to get Oscar on the card. Th- th- this is a match where Oscar like should be the champion like after WrestleMania that she fights Nia Jax. Like, yeah, I, I would like yeah. to see that because it's more of a threat. Because but the problem Asuka's is here, depending on what happens here. Not going to see that right away because she'll have just lost to her. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, Oscar can't win or can't lose. She can't lose. There's just yeah. if she loses this match to make a three, I'll throw something, Dave. I will. Th- <laughs> I I will throw something. I'll be furious if Oscar loses this match. She won't. I and I mean, I mean, in any way, shape, or form, count out, disqualification. They could pull uh, that. You know, no, 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 cause, she cause, can't. Because what if Ronda shows up and be like, hey, you know. I could well, but that. apparently I keep reading this. Asuka's already facing Charlotte at WrestleMania. I don't remember her making uh, that declaration. Yeah, because yeah, she's always got interrupted and they don't. Yeah. You know. I don't remember her making that declaration, is but she, that's she, what is, I'm is reading she gonna, everywhere. Is she going to go to SmackDown then? I guess she would if she is if she beats Charlotte. You know what I mean? Um which which would then uh, which would then leave Rousey on Raw, yeah. As your uh, as your you know you don't have to worry about those two. That's actually kind of smart now that I think about it. It, it, it would keep them separate. That is actually kind of smart now that I think and, about and then, it. You know, and it gets her away from Nia for a while too, so that that way you, you know, forget about that. that. She could fight Charlotte forty times and then yeah, then, she can uh, fight. Well, but that actually brings Charlotte back, and it, it does allow them to set up. And I think it'll be a Survivor Series thing with uh, Rousey and her t- her friends versus Charlotte and whoever or they. Or Oscar, you know. yeah. Yeah, or something. Yeah, but either way. So, I, I don't know what the plan is here, uh, but I keep reading that Asuka is facing Sh- Charlotte at mm. WrestleMania. I, I don't know. Again, I don't know where that's been discussed. I don't know where, but I just saw it on like the the the, the rundowns for these shows, and I'm like, where? When did that happen? I yeah, don't remember Asuka I, I, ever saying because because I, I thought it was on. Oh, she's doing Raw. I don't know, but but if Nia wins, she does get added to the Raw Championship match. So right. So which may that be her match? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But Asuka. Yeah, I, I keep reading that. So, again, I, I'm still fairly certain that she's going to be facing Alexa, even though I keep reading Charlotte. I'm sure other people have seen it, too. It makes no sense. But I'm I'm, I'm just guessing. It's got to be Alexa, right? If she's facing Alexa uh, at WrestleMania. I, I, that, that, would, well, that would be our Elimination Chamber pick. That would be my guess, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's, it has to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just, okay, I'm just making yeah, it. But I'm picking okay. Asuka. I'm picking Asuka to win. Match. Yeah, she's got to win. Um, sorry, I, I just get I, I don't understand where that this conversation about her facing Charlotte at Mania has come from, and it's irritating me because I've seen it in multiple places, and I'm like, when did that become a thing? Yeah, like did I miss something here because I thought she was facing Alexa? That's why I thought so too. Yeah, so that's all right. So all right, we're both confused. But they never really confirmed it. They just kind of like, oh, by the way, you're facing that, and Kurt Angle came out and bad boss. Go to hell. Um, not you. 
Uh, bad boss. <laughs> he is such a bad boss. Um, all right. Then we have the Women's Elimination Chamber match, the first ever Women's Elimination yeah. Chamber match for the WWE Raw Women's Championship. Alexa Bliss, the defending champion, versus Bailey versus Mandy Rose versus Mickey James versus Sasha Banks versus Sonya Deville. I'm looking forward to this more than the men's match. Um, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking forward to it from a history perspective, but I'm looking at the women in the match, and I'm not. But I mean, but Sasha and Bailey probably going at it in some yeah, ways. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe uh, you know the uh, Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose kind of team it up, maybe taking out. Like, I mean, I'm uh, sure. Don't get James. me wrong. I'm not saying it'll be bad. I'm just I'm looking at some of them in here. Sonya and Mandy have me a little worried as far as this. And I'm sorry if you get Bailey using that cage. Uh, to take people out, I'm gonna call shenanigans on you because supposedly she couldn't even use a kendo stick in a hardcore match, so or a street fight or whatever it is. So uh, this seems a little silly, but whatever. Um, see, what I see here, I see three separate factions teaming up. I don't think all right. six will be in the ring at the same time. Coming to the point where the last person comes out, but I see Alexa and Mickey. Yeah, you know, I, I see, of course, you know, signing Mandy, and then maybe Bailey and Sasha. But at some point, you know, Sasha, you know, costing Bailey that match, or, or vice versa. You know, right, because yeah, I because yeah. I think I think at some point I think they're due for some sort of oh for sure match at WrestleMania. I did see somebody make the daring proposal that Bailey is going to screw Sasha over and Bailey is going to turn heel, see. which I understand you think that's necessary. I don't know that Bailey has that in her because as far as I know, she's never been a heel. But but, and, but that Samson match or the mixed tag match, not that she had signs of it, but there was a little bit more cockiness than I've ever seen of her. I don't know if I'd call it cockiness. It's just goofing around. It's what they do you on know, those. She's like, I got this. You know, yeah, but they, she's just being goofy, I feel like. Of course, like. it was against Lana. Yeah, you know what I mean? So there's that. <laughs> um, I don't know. I still think that Sasha is the way more natural heel. Um She's way more natural, and she's it better. Really she's better as a heel. She's acted like a heel here and there throughout the last few weeks. Just let her be the heel already. She she she's so much better as a heel than she is as a babyface. Um, I, I don't know. I I don't know who to pick in this one. You know, uh, I'm, I'm, Alexis to me is going to retain, but I think that's probably. I, the- I think Mickey will help her out, and then and then she'll you know I, if Mickey lasts that long or see, I would love to see Alexa pins you know because she's been great. Yeah, and, and pinning people cleanly, you know, is the beat like, you know, a Bailey or even a Sasha or. I thought you said she is the beef. I was like, what? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I get what you mean. Uh, I'm, I, you know, what? I'm with you. I think Alexa retains. I just can't see anybody else beating her. It doesn't make any sense long term, yeah. you know. Um, so I guess all right. I guess it's got to be Alexa at this point. Well, I'm so. looking forward to this more than you are. So, so yeah, you are for sure. And this, you know, I'm not again. I'm not dreading it or anything. I'm yeah. just not looking forward to it as much as I was like the women's. Uh, Royal Rumble, Royal Rumble which, which I was thrilled, which I was so looking forward to. Um, <clears throat> the vi- okay, finally, the main event of the evening is the Men's Elimination Chamber for a WWE Universal Championship match at WrestleMania 34. And that features Braun Strowman versus Elias versus Finn Balor versus John Cena versus Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins versus The Miz in the first ever seven-man Elimination yeah. Chamber. So, so, so let me get this straight. We have three guys starting the match? Yeah, that's what they said. Three guys starting the match, which is what we figured would happen. Minutes, yeah. So uh, that'll be so interesting, Miz to say the and least. Two other guys. Yeah, Miz and two other guys. Um, uh, by the way, um, the the gauntlet match that happened uh, on Monday was outstanding. Uh, well, oh two, my God, wasn't it? Uh, I mean, like that's, that's that's one of the reasons I'm more hyped for the men's match <laughs> than the women's match is because of that final hype. Seth Rollins wrestling for like 65 minutes. Yeah, he set a new record. He's the yeah. lo- the the longest uh, competitor to be. What is he? He's the he's the he's lasted than any Rumble competitor. So yeah, 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 yeah. But it's something along the lines of um, help me. I can't think of the phrasing of it. He's been he's he's had the longest single match on an episode of Monday Night yeah, Raw. Yeah, I think is what yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because because Cena Michael's match in like oh. I think he said Triple H was, was the other one. He okay. had an hour something or right around an hour, and so that was uh, yeah. that was something. But he was but, uh, sixty-five minutes and. That's insane. And, you know, the beat Roman Reigns, you know, which I, which, okay, oh, Roman now. You but know. he beat Roman Reigns clean, which yes, is Yes, he did, yeah. And then he also beat John Cena clean. Finally. Right after that. Like, but how, but all these years that they fought and never had like a, you know, where, where Cena would easily beat him or whatever mm-hmm. else. Or he'd cheat. Yeah, but, but I was the, so happy that Seth won beating Cena cleanly. I was happy that he did it right after Roman because I thought for sure that wasn't going to happen. I was like, yeah. "Oh no, he'll have a long, he'll have a long match. It'll be competitive, and he'll look good, and then he'll lose to Cena." But they're like, "Oh, yeah. there's no, there's no harm in losing to Cena, especially after you just beat Roman." And they'd be right. Yeah. But you got to beat both of them back to back, and then he got to be competitive with Elias before yeah. he got eliminated. Yeah. Eliminated. Um, it made Elias look like an opportunist. 
Um, but it, it made. I tell you what, that was a star-making night for Seth Seth Rollins. It was, it was. He was already a star technically, but that match, that, holy crap! That, that that was the Seth Rollins that we used to see. That's the Seth Rollins. The that's the. Oh my god, he was so good. Yeah, uh, he's so good. I, I enjoyed it because I'm like, uh, because he's been showing flashes of that lately. Mm-hmm. But but this what he did on Monday. Outstanding. Outstanding. MVP of the night. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Uh, um, by, by the way, as I know this, Vince McMahon was the one who had the allegedly, idea of the gauntlet. Allegedly. That, that's, but a lot of people are asking, and I, you know what? Hats off, because it was out of his I think I think he fell asleep is what happened. Um, no, I, yeah, allegedly that's the case, and if so, the good on you, Vince, because yeah, that, was, uh, that was the right call. to start the show. That was the right freaking call. It was fantastic. Um, and, you know... I did love, by the way, if you watch down the stretch of Rollins' time in the match, um, as he's getting towards the end of it and Cena does that off the top rope, the cross yeah, body or yeah. whatever, and he gets Cena and does the roll through stand yeah, up, lifting was, him off the that ground. That was like, oh my God. That's impressive regardless because <laughs> Seth's not that big of a guy, and Cena is. Yeah. It's even more impressive when you consider how long he'd been in that match. And don't get me wrong, the beginning of the Cena Rollins stuff was pretty slow and a little plotting at times, um, but it got amazing down the stretch. And I'd like to point out that all the interviews they did during the matches, at first I was like, oh, I don't like this. You're taking away from what's happening in the ring. But I was wrong. I was so wrong. It was so, so good. The serious nature of those interviews was fantastic. The best ones were Cena and Rollins. Yeah. Um, both of them were treated like legitimate sports interviews. And they've been doing that more and more with post-match, but they haven't cut in during yeah. the match. And it was, it, was, it was great. I loved it. And like said, like... Normally they have they'll do things about shying away. It's like it's a thing that became famous with Hogan. They'll shy away from talking about the title and and winning if they're not going to because they don't want to make a claim and then look like a fool when they don't achieve it. And that was a big thing for Hogan. If he was in a feud and he wasn't going to win, he just wouldn't address the title. He just wouldn't, you know what I mean? It just wouldn't be an issue in the conversation. Um he wouldn't say he was going to win it. Uh but these guys, all of them talking about that's what they're out there to do, and that's what it means. And Seth even goes so far as to say he isn't, you know, all the, the performance he had means nothing if he doesn't win an elimination chamber. Yeah. And like that makes it made the men's elimination chamber feel like the most important thing in the world. It, it did sell it because you're like, you know, what? I did this, but I, I I didn't get the job done. So now I'm gonna go into the, you know, I gotta get the job done on the Sunday. Outstanding. Everybody looked great. The Miz, um, you know, outstanding and perfect with everything with the Miz Taraj and. And, uh, I mean, anybody who had an easy night was pretty much a Braun Strowman. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. Um, but Braun, I mean, he did what he does. Braun smash, and it's Braun. Yeah. Um, and it was good. Everybody looked good in the match. Nobody looked bad. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, great on Finn, uh, Finn Balor. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. You know, and Elias still selling the injury, which I think will come into play on Sunday. With this last one here, um, uh, we're going to make our picks for who we think is going to win. Okay? that's that's This is important. But then we're also going to do something else. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> We're going to. This doesn't count towards the who has to do the promo or anything. But this is. I just want to do this for the sake of us. Who do we want to win? Our emotional pick. You know what I mean? Um, because I think we both think the same person's going to win this. Yeah, and, and, which I have a beef with because of if, course you because because I'm going to put this out there. If he wins and then this person kicks out of an F five and then wins at WrestleMania, I'll, we're, t- I'll, we're talking about Roman Reigns. I'll, I'm, I'm going to cancel the network. So. Why? You've known this was coming <laughs> for a year. Why? Because I want to be swerved. You're not going to be. Vince Russo doesn't work here anymore. Get over it. <laughs> um, and thank God Vince Russo doesn't well, work here yeah, anymore. Yeah. Uh, swerves for swerves' sake don't work. No. Um, I'm with you. I'd like it to be somebody else, but at this point, I, there's enough other stuff shaping up for WrestleMania that I can allow that to happen. But who's who's Braun going to f- I mean, Braun is not the opponent right now. Unless he Miz. fights like... Come crush the Miz. And? You know? I mean, like, fine for the crowd. But it's, it's fodder, but, you know, but I want like... I, 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 but I mean, Braun yeah. could take on the Miz or something like that. It looks like they're building something there anyway. Um, you can get Braun and the Miz, and I mean that can build towards there because I mean, really, between now and then, Miz can try and dodge him as much as possible. In fact, what I would do in this match, somebody brought this up, and it would be pretty funny if it happened. They said they need to find a way for Miz to be the one to eliminate Braun in this match, um, and then Miz spends the next like month and a half, two months, just running away from Braun. I, I get a feeling like I mean unless like it's gonna take like three people to pin Braun. I to me it's gonna be like one well, of those where everybody's gonna pile on him. And- see, I don't want that. I don't want that. I want it to be one person that Braun can be angry at, and I want it to be the Miz. Um, unless because like the Miz now, tie him down or something. Well, the only thing what I was thinking is I had this idea of Miz sneaking into one of the pods after it's opened and locking himself in there so that he doesn't have to fight. Um, 
And but I mean, at some point, I mean, say Braun eats big moves from three or four guys yeah. or something like that, you know, and then Miz runs in and uh, just jumps on the on Braun all of a sudden and gets it steal. I mean, steal the pin, just steal it, you know. Uh, hit him with the the yes kicks or the whatever while he's on the ground. Do anything you have to, but I want Miz to get that pin so bad because that will mean. Braun will murder him. Yeah. Braun, Braun, but this will be different than what we've seen from Braun over the last several months where he's been dealing with Kane and Brock Lesnar. And and this will be him trying to get Miz. And Miz can be a different kind of heel for Braun. Miz can be a heel who outthinks Braun. Yeah. He can outthink Braun and trick him. And I think that could be really, really interesting. And that that Braun's got his complete revenge because of the Miz part responsible for the garbage truck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Turned him into a trash golem with yeah. the trash powers. Yeah. <laughs> You know, when they teamed up, and then, and yeah. then you know, that's because the Kane thing came out of that, and then, yeah. you know, the Miz and them never really had their match. Uh, unless the Miz Taraj does something. But I think you are the same. We're, we're picking Roman the, the win, but we'd yeah. love to see Braun. I'd be happy with Braun. I'd be happy with Finn. Well, uh, who, who who do you want to? You had to pick one person. I, I, I'd, who would I'd you like to see Braun Strowman again. You'd like to see Braun win. Okay. Because this is the time right now where, you know, like, He's he's on fire. He is on fire, and, and it's like you know, do you want do you want the lightning in the bottle, or it's because or, or is it because we're thinking like, well, you already got your SmackDown match with Shinsuke and, and possibly and AJ. I think that's what it is. That, They're that, like, we're giving you this. You so, can you can give us that. So we're gonna give us that. So that's yeah. that's why I think Roman's gonna win. Yeah, I think uh, my it. emotional pick is Finn. So I'm going with Finn. So you got Braun. I got Finn. Um, I'd love to see Finn too. God, that'd be great. That'd be amazing if Finn wins. If Finn if Finn won that, it would shock everybody. Yeah. But uh, so, all right. Well, that's it. That is our uh, preview of Elimination Chamber 2018. That'll be coming up next week. We will review the show. So that yeah. should be something. We might be crying a lot. There might be a lot. <laughs> might be more grieving, ladies and gentlemen. But that'll be episode 36 <laughs> of Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat. So make sure you turn in, turn in, tune in. <laughs> Jeez, I'm tired. Tune in next week for the next episode as we eat, sleep, podcast, and then more than likely repeat. Repeat.